0: Welcome back to TLDR Philosophy. In this episode, we're continuing our Biomedical Ethics Issues series. Last time we got into the issue of euthanasia, two views, and today I'm going to be reading a case analysis I had to write for my class on racism and patient autonomy. So basically the question that is answered in this analysis is whether patients should be free to be racist or discriminate against their providers. And I answer no. And here's why. So let's get started. I'll read my analysis out and please do let me know what you think. In Racism and Patient Autonomy, the author offers anecdotes of patients who requested not to have a physician or nurse provider of a particular race due to their own racist prejudice. The major issue that arises is whether the hospital should accommodate the requests of these prejudiced patients respecting their autonomy or reject these requests on the basis of their racism. Overall, the author offers three questions for discussion related to the balance between the patient's autonomy and whether their prejudiced requests should be rejected. Question one, how might honoring such requests be justified in the service of a good therapeutic bond? The American Medical Association's 2001 version of the Code of Ethics requires physicians to treat patients regardless of race, gender, or sexual orientation. However, this standard is not upheld as strictly from patient to provider. It is fundamentally inconsistent to require physicians to not discriminate against their patients based on race while allowing patients to discriminate against non-white providers. If we believe that racial discrimination is morally repugnant as a general rule, it does not change from provider to patient or patient to provider. If one were to argue for the proposition to allow patients to discriminate against providers based on their race, they might appeal to the autonomy of the patient. They might state that it is paternalistic to impose the views of others on racism on the individual patient. However, this same logic could be justified to to justify nearly anything that we would universally agree should not be allowed. For example, if one person believes that murder is acceptable, they could claim that it is a restriction on their autonomy to make it punishable. The eventual result of such an extreme form of autonomy would be anarchy. In response, the defender of the patient's right to discriminate against providers might state that there's a difference between actions that directly harm others and matters of personal conscience. However, This objection fails because discrimination against providers based on race would hurt the provider both in limiting their autonomy and harming them psychologically, even if not in such a striking way as murder or other criminal actions. One exception is in cases where the patient is not prejudiced against a particular race, but instead feels more comfortable being with a person with similar characteristics. While it does not have to do with race, some male or female patients may prefer to have a provider of the same gender. Or perhaps a person who has recently emigrated from another country would appreciate having a physician or nurse from a similar background because of shared cultural understanding. However, these exceptions are fundamentally different from prejudice against particular races and instead involve preferences for providers with similar backgrounds. All right, question number two. Defenders of accommodating patient prejudices argue that doing otherwise is akin to a firefighter assessing the mental worth of a homeowner before putting out a fire. They argue that respect for patient autonomy requires granting patients the care they request, no matter how repugnant their views. Might there be other reasons to refuse such requests, including their potential to create a hostile work environment? Unlike in the example of the firefighter assessing the worth of a homeowner, Barring racial discrimination against providers does not lead to physical harm to the patients, besides violating their sense of autonomy. However, it is not only the patient who may feel his autonomy is infringed on. The dignity of the nurse or physician who is discriminated against by patients is violated, and their autonomy is lessened. Because we understand that we all have equal value and racial discrimination is wrong, it is unjustified to prevent the few who object to the standard to discriminate against providers based on racial prejudice, especially when the providers themselves can experience a loss of dignity or autonomy. Beyond ethical reasons, the author hints at an argument for refusing such requests from their potential to create a legally defined hostile work environment. In Title VII, a hostile work environment is defined as one where an employee is harassed based on race, color, religion, sex, national origin, age, disability, or genetic information. While small annoyances are not protected, patient discrimination in the provider based on their race could certainly fall under the category of a hostile work environment. Question three. Does accommodating racist beliefs rather than treating them as psychiatric issues grant them undue legitimacy. Yes, accommodating racist beliefs grants them undue legitimacy. Making generalizations about whether a provider is good based on the color of their skin is irrational and should not be treated as a perfectly legitimate statement. One one objection to this view might be that lessening autonomy of others and the legitimacy of their statements as persons with dignity is a slippery slope. Eventually, Unlike in the case of granting complete autonomy to the patient, which could lead to anarchy, rejecting the legitimacy of the statements of others with whom you disagree with would lessen their dignity and could lead to tyranny. Even still, there are many beliefs that we as a society do not accommodate. Regardless of whether it would restrict the autonomy of such people, we could not accommodate the beliefs that murder and theft are good. Overall, while there are arguments for allowing the patient to pr- favor particular providers, it is ethically concerning to accommodate the racist prejudices against particular providers.